The slump continues. The Boston Celtics once again shooting terribly, shooting themselves in the foot and losing at home again to the Orlando Magic. Should you be worried? What's going on here? It's all right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day, and I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you are a subscriber. So make sure you are subscribed wherever platform you use to get this podcast as soon as it drops. You can also watch the show on YouTube. If you want to join a growing Celtics community on YouTube, hop into the comment section and talk about these games. So uh, do that. Make it your first listen every day. Uh, thank you for doing that. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Show. I've written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. I used to be a professional basketball player. Today, I'm blah, blah, blahing about the Boston Celtics. Loss to the Orlando Magic, 95-92. Their second straight loss at home. Their second straight loss to the Orlando Magic, who were 1-11 on the road coming into this and are now... Uh, 3-11 on the road, thanks to those two wins. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can get a 100% instant deposit match for up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Uh, let's start by getting just what happened in this game. What, what was that? I'll talk about the shooting. I'll dive into some shooting numbers later on and talk a little bit more about some of the things that uh, people have been asking me about but first let's just look at this what happened here what what how did the Celtics only score 92 points what happened to the 120 point a night team that we were just drooling over not that long ago all of a sudden 92 points the Celtics used to be the best offense in the NBA now over the course of the last uh basically since the road trip they're the worst offense in the NBA, the absolute worst offense in the league. That's something that's problematic for, for the Celtics. You, you, can't, you can't have that big a swing. But uh, again, I'll get more into that later. The Celtics in this one, and part of what I'll get into is 12 of 47 shooting from three. 12 of 47. 47 threes, 42 twos. They made 12 three-pointers. They made 19 twos. Probably should get to the get get to the uh, the rim a little bit more. Probably should do that. But the Celtics have always struggled against teams with size, and the Magic are a team with size. They're big. They're a big team with uh, you know long length. Uh, long length. That's a good. That's good analysis, John. That's what makes you the best in the biz, John. They've got length everywhere. Jalen Brown mentioned. You know, I asked him after the game. What is it about the Orlando Magic? They've got length everywhere, and that's true. And the Celtics tend to shy away from that length. It does raise a question of like, hey, 
are you going to, if you love attacking so much, go ahead, attack. You're getting free throws. You got 21 free throws. Go attack. Get after them. These guys aren't a bunch of Tampa Matumbos. Attack them. But in this game, the Celtics were cold from three basically right away. Paolo Bencaro. I've been warning people about Orlando since before the season. If you're a regular listener, you've heard me say Orlando is going to be one of those teams that can be uh, a tough out, the tough out teams. I did a whole thing on it on Locked On NBA when I when I do my Locked On NBA with Jake Madison. We did a whole segment on how Orlando, and we thought Detroit, Detroit's struggling a little bit more than we thought, but Orlando was one of the teams that said, hey, man, Bancaro is, is a baller. Franz Wagner is a baller. Uh, now they get Markel Fultz and, and they look, they didn't shoot well either. They hit 12, uh, three pointers, just like the Celtics did. They had 33 buckets. Just the Celtics hit 31. They had one less free throw. I mean, they were right there with the Celtics as far as bat. I mean, that's why it was only a 95, 92 game, but they are a dangerous team. They, I knew that they were going to be dangerous, and I knew that first game was going to be problematic. I did say that this game would probably probably be a lot easier. I probably shouldn't have said that because Orlando is just a tough team, and I, I probably shouldn't have. I, I that's my that's on me. I probably should have recognized how tough Orlando was going to be anyway. Even though I did think that the Celtics w- would win this, I didn't realize Tatum would be out. Also, there was no Jason Tatum. Shouldn't need Jason Tatum in this situation. You shouldn't. Uh, and they're still working Robert Williams back in another 17 minutes for him. But the Celtics just, they take these shots. Uh, they take a ton of threes and they're all, they're all good looks, right? They're, every one of these three pointers is a good look. Most of them, most of them. But I've heard some of these guys talking about it after the game. And, and I do wonder if there's a little bit of, not settling, but yeah, well, actually I will say settling. I will say that may- maybe there's a little bit of settling going on here for this team because they, they take the first good look that they have. I, I think we're getting into this the question of good look versus great look, giving up the good look to get the great one. I think earlier in the season, we were seeing the team kind of, giving up some of the good looks from three to drive and kick and, and second attack and kick and, and get really, really good, clean looks. The Celtics are getting good looks. They're not getting great looks all the time. And I think we're, we're seeing some of the results of this. The Celtics get, look, Jalen Brown, two of 10 from three Grant Williams, one of six Derek white. zero for three Sam Hauser. Sam Hauser, <laughs> he flicked the ball up like this, th- not quite half court, but just kind of the buzzer sounded. I think it was the end of the third quarter. Buzzer sounded. He just kind of casually just flicked it up there, went off the off the backboard and in. And he said, <laughs> he kind of did like that. Mm, that is that goes in. And as he comes by, comes back to the bench, you can hear him see him say, "Of course, I made that." So he's very frustrated. Then he comes out and hits the first bucket, his his first three-pointer. After that, 
And he throws his arms in the air. He's like, oh, finally. So you can see the frustration there. I think in this game, the Celtics did two things. They couldn't shoot, and they turned the ball over 16 times. And when you turn the ball over 16 times, that's, that's going to be problematic. And that led to 13 points off of turnovers. At the end of the game, the most egregious part of this game was they finally held Orlando they, just six, six offensive rebounds. But the ones at the end, three of the offensive rebounds came in the final minute and a half or so. So they were going great. And then all of a sudden, here comes Markel Fultz. Both of his offensive rebounds were at the end. Um, and I think Kevon Harris had a, a one at the end. All the other ones were bull bull putbacks. Okay, bull bull, he's 20 feet tall. He's going to get putbacks. The Celtics cut the lead to one with 56 seconds to go. Didn't get a shot. Didn't even get to take a shot until three seconds left. They went 50 plus seconds without even getting to take another field goal attempt after cutting the lead to one. Because when they did get stops, they couldn't get the rebounds. They couldn't clear the rebounds. So Orlando gets an offensive rebound. They call a timeout. They, they run another play. They miss again. They get another offensive rebound. The Celtics have to be better about their focus. And the focus is part of the, the, the issue. When it comes to shooting and losing focus, That this is all part of the Celtics' same old thing. Bad habits. Are we looking at bad habits? The same old Celtics habits? Are they doing a reverse of last season? where they were awesome to start and now they're 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 starting to fall back and and kind of not be great. I'll talk about that in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made super easy, super fun. I've had people come up to me at the garden talking about, "Hey, I love Prize Picks. I heard about it on your podcast." And and they love it because it's simple. You pick two to six players, and if they go to score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times on any entry. Notice I said the projections, not other people. You're not playing against anybody else. You're not playing against pros. You're not playing against a stacked deck. You got the projections, the over-unders. You pick them right, you win. And when I say projections on any sport that you watch, I mean any sport. <laughs> that you watch major pro sports, college sports, you know, uh, WNBA in the summer, esports, NASCAR, tennis, disc golf, European basketball, cricket, more. It's all there at Prize Picks. So go make your entries. They take 60 seconds or less, super easy, safe and fast withdrawals, available now in over 30 states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app, go to prizepicks.com to sign up. Play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks, Prize Picks gives you 100. Deposit 50, they give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On at sign up 
for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Today's show is also brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. If you want to book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family trip, they've got it. You can also get a classic or luxury car for a special event like a birthday or a holiday. You can find affordable economy cars if you're just on a budget and looking to get from point A to point B. Test drive a new electric car that you've had in your eye and see how that fits into your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars. Find your drive at Turo, T-U-R-O.com. Thanks as always for making this podcast, Locked On Celtics, your first listen every day. Head on over when you're done with this podcast, Locked On Sports Today. Get caught up on all the big stories in sports. If you're a Patriots fan, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's one big story you might not want to get caught up on. But everyone else, if you're not a Patriots fan or if you're a Patriots hater, you're going to love that one. You'll know what I'm talking about if you listen to the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, wherever you get this podcast, also on YouTube. So what I'm thinking about with the Celtics here is a return to bad habits. And Grant Williams said after the game, well, he said a lot of things, but he talked about the the bad shooting ha- didn't really start. It's not like it just happened over the past couple of games. He's He said something interesting where he said some of the shots that the Celtics had been taking that were going in when things were, when everything was falling might've been a little bit harder. Some of the shots that they were taking might've been a little bit more difficult and they were falling. And so the Celtics have felt like, Hey, we can make everything we're, we're rolling. And this has been a little bit of a kind of a, a, a reset, uh, um, a regression to the mean, a, a dose of reality, if you will. And maybe the Celtics just have to understand that the, like I said before, the good looks versus the great looks, they're not getting the great looks, but because they've hit so many shots, they think any open three is a good one. And I think they've been better at this than they have in the past, but I think they are still struggling with getting the great shots, getting the great looks. And my contention with the Celtics has always been that when they play the right way, they're damn near unbeatable. When they when they play a, a lesser style, don't move the ball quite as much. Don't, um, you know, don't, don't keep moving the ball as far as they, they don't attack as much. That, that leads to other mistakes. That leads to not only the missed shots, the way this Celtics team has worked mentally is, you, you play great, and 
you know, you work the ball around and everybody gets these, these great open looks from three. And then after a while, everybody's feeling themselves from three and they say, okay, well now I've got this open three pointer. It's a good look. I'm going to take the open three pointer, but guys aren't moving. It's not the same style of basketball. And the shots start to miss at a little bit of a higher rate. Meanwhile, when you're not moving the ball, you're letting the other team kind of rest on defense. You're not active on, on offense. And the other guys who aren't active start to kind of stand there. And you're like, okay, I'm going to watch this dude now take a shot. But when you're just standing there and you're just kind of like walking around, when that shot misses and when it's a, a missed three, it's typically a longer rebound. And if it's an above the break three, misses tend to go long. Uh, let me. When you're rebounding, you have to assume that t- misses tend to go either long or short. So when you're shooting from three and you say, okay, misses tend to go a little bit long, but even if they're short, from that distance, short or long, that ball is coming off at a, a different angle, at a different speed, and the rebounds are longer. And if the other team gets the miss and you're going after the longer rebounds, well, what happens when there's a longer rebound? You're chasing that rebound. You're kind of moving towards the direction of the other basket. You get that miss and you go and you run. The Celtics have had trouble with, with transition and their transition defense. So missed threes tend to lead to opportunities for the other team to score. And when you're when you're messing up in transition, what happens? Either they score easily, they pile a run together, or you foul. Because everybody's confused and you're trying to make a play, and boom, you slap and it's a foul. And they get free throws. And you get into foul trouble. These are all familiar things for the Celtics. And then you come down and you say, okay, 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 that's a problem. Not a problem. We, we've given up a few, a few, you know, buckets, 6-0 run, 8-0 run, whatever. That's all right. I'm just going to hit this three and get back to it. We're, we'll, we'll be fine. And if you miss that three or if you start to press, then that leads to other mistakes. Pressing, trying to make a play out of nothing rather than just relaxing and making the next right play, trying to create a play from nothing tends to lead to the ISO, tends to lead to the turnovers that we've seen, tends to lead to a lot of that other stuff, the bad habits. The Celtics have guys who think that they can do it all by themselves, and in a lot of ways they can't. Like Jalen Brown scored 24 points. He didn't shoot great from three, 10 of 25 overall, but he shot two of 10 from three, 10 of 25 overall. Yeah. But he can make plays, but also it's better when you don't have to try to manufacture plays out of nothing because the Celtics have so many guys, the, the, the real value of this team is how many guys can put the ball on the floor how many guys can drive? How many guys can kick? How many guys can shoot off the catch? That's the power of this team. So trying to do a little too much because the other team's made a run and saying, hey, okay, I, I can do this. It's the old bad habit stuff. It's the old bad mentality. 
they have every tool they need. Without Jason Tatum against the Orlando Magic, who are, again, a good team with a bad record. They're a good young team that struggled to figure out how to win, but they are a tough team. So we shouldn't be so surprised. Like, uh, if your reaction is simply, Orlando's a bad team, they should have won that game. Well, Orlando's a, Orlando has a bad record. They, they have decent talent, and once that talent is starting to come together, they, they can figure some things out. But, however, they are struggling to figure out how to win, and the Celtics had chances to win on Friday night, and they had chances to win in this one. But their, their continued kind of devolution into a lot of their worst traits allows for a team like this to not necessarily close out the game, but to hang on. When the Celtics cut that lead to one with 50-some-odd seconds left, they they had it. They I thought they had it. Bancaro comes down, or no, they got Wagner to miss a three-pointer. That was it. That was your stop. You forced him to take a long three-pointer, get the rebound, run. They're young. They don't know how to win these games yet. They're not closing you out. Get the rebound and go and get a good shot attempt. But no, the old bad habits come back in and guys aren't boxing out or guys are late to, to box out. After that first offensive rebound, Jalen Brown, remember I did the podcast where I said, give him a look. Jalen Brown had Markel Fultz in the corner and he did turn and look at Fultz. Then he turns around and it's a long time before he turned back to find Markel Fultz. And guess who comes in and sweeps through the middle of the, the lane and grabs that offensive rebound? It's Fultz because Jalen looked, but then gave him way too much time. The bad habits, that, that's got to stop. When the Celtics are playing like that, those bad habits – they're not good enough. They're not good enough to just win based on just being out there. The Celtics are unbeatable when they move and play the way we've seen them at their best. Unbeatable. But like this, obviously beatable. The shooting numbers are kind of incredibly bad. I'm going to talk about those when I come back. First, today's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN, which we know protects your privacy and security online, but it can also unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. If you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, this can change your world. ExpressVPN allows you to binge something like The Office on UK, the, uh, the, the UK Netflix. You know, the original Office, uh, you sign in, to Netflix, fire up ExpressVPN, change your location to the UK, refresh Netflix, boom, you got it, you're all set. ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you are located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So tons of Netflix Netflix libraries that you can go through. Anything you want. Um, I'm Greek. I can't wait to try this out and, and find some Greek uh, programming that I couldn't find normally around here. Uh, that'll be fun. But it's not just Netflix. It works with any streaming service, streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. 
Hundreds of VPNs are out there, but the reason to use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. Never any buffering or lag. You can stream in HD, no problem. It works on all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the big screen or on the go. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash locked on right now. And get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash locked on expressvpn.com slash locked on to learn more. The Celtics had 16 turnovers in this game. And I think teams are starting to, to jump these passing lanes with the Celtics. I think the Celtics have, I don't know if they've become formulaic or if they're telegraphing things right now, but teams are jumping passing lanes and picking passes off. It's, it's really, um, even, on, even on sometimes there, there are some times where the Celtics are trying to make the right play. They're turning the ball over. I, I think, there's there's been a little bit of a the the film study has been going around the league and, and I think they see where the Celtics are trying to make certain plays so you just have to be more aware of that the shooting however the shooting has been oof, the shooting is bad and just to show how bad it is I looked up some of the numbers I did some work on Boston Sports Journal uh this is the third time in four games that their three-point percentage is below 30%. Okay? They just shot 25, 25.5% in this game, 12 for 47. Uh, they are, they've dropped to fourth in the league for uh, three-point shooting. Their offensive rating, that which was up over 120, historically good, is down four points and at the risk of no longer being the best in the league over the last five games, they have the league's worst offense, 101 points per hundred possessions, four points worse than the next worst team. The Celtics have gone from the historically good offense to an incredibly bad offense. And it's all because of the shooting. Uh, before the road trip started, listen to these shooting percentages, Malcolm Brogdon, 49%, Al Horford, 47%. Point six. Sam Hauser, 47.5. Grant Williams, 45.8. Derek White, 44.9. So we had to know that that was unsustainable. You had to know. That wasn't going to continue. But I thought, hey, look, as long as they work the ball and continue to get these open looks, yeah, those numbers will start to level off, but they, they won't crater. Well, they cratered. <laughs> Over the course of the road trip, starting with the Brooklyn game, over those eight games, six road games and two home games, Malcolm Brogdon, 39%, 10% below what he had been shooting prior. Sam Hauser is down to 25% over that of those eight games. Grant Williams, 37.9%. Derek White, 20.7%. Now, Al Horford only played three games. He's at 29.4%. But those, this Celtics hot shooting was fueled almost entirely. In fact, it was fueled entirely. I shouldn't even say almost because one of the, the, the hallmarks of, of this, this run so far was Tatum and Brown have not particularly shot well, but they've been carried by these guys. Now, these guys, it's interesting because all of a sudden, you know, Derek White and Grant Williams 
guys are showing up on these podcasts and they're doing the rounds, they're doing the media rounds. And that doesn't mean anything because like, you know, you have an off day guy can go do a podcast. I'm not saying you should be shooting. You should be practicing shooting instead of doing podcasts. Well, I wouldn't be, (laughs) no, I want these guys on my podcast too. But my point is these guys have been making the rounds on these podcasts and the, you know, the attention has been on them and it's, you know, Derek white got onto, um, JJ Reddick's podcast and he was asked about his shooting and so, yeah, you know, just made a little tweak, but everybody's celebrating these guys. And then all of a sudden everything fell apart because they, they were due for things to fall apart at least a little bit. The Celtics were shooting 40.4% from three as a team heading into the road trip since the road trip. 31.5%. So they've dropped significantly, almost nine full percentage points since the road trip started. And if you go back, if you go to the Golden State loss, 28.6 over the last five games, they've lost four out of five, 28.6% from three. I don't know what happened in that Golden State game that that is like kind of this trigger point. I do think that they came into that game and put so much emphasis on that game that they, they kind of like outsmarted themselves. They took themselves out of what they were doing well. And ever since then, I think they've, they've just been in a funk. They've just been, they, they've been struggling to get back to what they normally do well. And I think that's on Joe Missoula. I think it's on the main, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. It's on those guys. Malcolm Brogdon, the team leaders. They have to get back to, they have to recognize what went right and get back to that. Because this loss here to Golden State, I don't want to say it's inexcusable, but this is the one where I really start to say, okay, Who are you guys now? Who are you guys? It's not that I don't think that early run was uh, any kind of like smoke and and mirrors. I think some people are overreacting to that and saying like that was, you know, not not indicative of who they are. I I think they played above their heads. I don't think anybody expected this Celtics team to come out there and be the best offense in NBA history. I don't think anybody expected that. So getting away from that level of play, not a surprise. But I think it's fair now to start questioning like, okay, when the when the adversity happens, who, who are you going to be? When things don't go right, who are you going to be? Jason Tatum talked about, we made a choice after the Toronto game. At halftime in that game, they were playing poorly. And they came out in the second half, and they played great. And he said, hey, we made a choice. It's up to us. And it was like this stunning admission, but also great to hear. And I was like, wow, that's, that is, that's awesome. And I, I buy into that. They know they have a choice to make. This is why I think it's fair to ask the question. When things aren't going your way, Boston Celtics, who are you going to be? Because 
we've seen the worst, and this is kind of the worst, where where the shooting is not where it's supposed to be, and the rest of the game suffers. The offense bleeds into the defense, and although in this game I thought they they generally played pretty well defensively, but generally speaking, the the missed shots bleed into the defense, bleed into the other end of the floor. Is this going to be a team that on a night where they shoot 28%, can they do the other things to win games? Can they overcome bad shooting to win games? Or are they just going to give in and be the team that lives by the three or dies by the three? I have faith that they are good enough to not be just the live and die by the three team. And there is going to be some, and we can talk about this tomorrow, some amount of you're working Robert Williams into the, into the system. And it's, it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride as that happens. But there's no matter what, there are still choices that can be made. There are still choices that can be made and boxing out in a clutch situation, finishing off the defensive stops, running good offense, getting good looks. Those are all the choices. When it all comes to pass, what choice are you going to make? Boston Celtics. We'll pick this up tomorrow because there's a lot more to, to digest here. We'll watch the game again and kind of dive a little bit deeper into exactly why some of the shots didn't fall and maybe maybe there's something that that's on the film that we can get more into and we can talk about the last plays uh because there there's certainly some question there why was Grant Williams inbounding what were they thinking there there's a lot still to get to that'll be tomorrow's podcast so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and uh if you are subscribed then you can share the podcast hop into those youtube comments again watch the show on youtube and join the community this this is going to be a nice celtics community wherever people are like i know twitter is is a mess right now um this lockdown celtics youtube page is, is is building a nice community of celtics fans and I think it's a great place to discuss these wins and losses. So hop in there and again, share the podcast. Tell your friends and family and everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.